Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Hello, my Rebel Energy listeners. Super excited to have you here back with me. Today, I'm wanting to discuss with you what creating valuable content looks for your ideal client. I'm going to break down exactly what you need to be putting out there in the online space on your Instagram and give you some tips of what to do to get the best ideal clients attracted to your content And then as always, what not to do and why you shouldn't be doing that as a virtual assistant. So make sure you've got your computer nearby. If you're a pen and paper gal, we're going to be uncovering it all. So let's dig in. Now, the number one myth that I want to bust when it comes to creating content is just because you are showing up consistently, maybe someone commented on your post because you did a call to action you are still going to have to put in the work. So have that conversation with them, build that rapport, ask them to get on the sales call. Yes, content is one piece of the entire recipe when it comes to landing your client, but that is not the only thing that you should be doing in your virtual assistant business. So hoping, wishing, and praying for a client to wanna work with you just after reading one piece of content is not realistic, okay? So I want you to immediately just get that out of your head right now. You still have to be doing the other things that we talk about in the podcast, okay? You also need to remember that consistency is going to be key here, just like everything in your online business. So if you post three times one week and then you don't show up for two weeks and then you post again, no, not ideal. So I've heard different things about content batching. Should I content batch? Should I not? Here are the pros of content batching. Once we build out your content vault, which I'll dig into here in a little bit, you're able to put out content that's going to be attracting your ideal client. That way, on Monday morning, you're not like, oh shit, I haven't planned out any content and now I have to pull something out of my ass. Because as you guys have heard me mention before, that's where the pictures of the coffee mugs come in. Happy Monday, what are your goals for this week? That is not giving any effing value to your ideal client, okay? And we obviously want to avoid that at all costs, okay? Now, one of the things I've heard about that, you know, other people say, well, you know, content batching, it's, you know, it's just, it's too, like, planned out and people can tell that. I guarantee you, no one's going to be able to tell if you've batched out your content. Because here's the thing, as long as you are creating content that is putting out fears, pains, and goals around your ideal client, it's always going to be relevant. Always. All right? So as long as you have something batched out, maybe something changes down the road, you want to swap out, you know, Monday's post with a different one, maybe Friday's, you can 100% do that. But I always tell my clients that if you're really working a nine to five, you're trying to get out of that, you've got kids at home, batching out your content is going to be a game changer for you. 
And the beauty of it as well is that if you are a mom, you are working a nine to five, you can get that all done on either Saturday, Sunday, maybe on your lunch breaks during the week, all of that. And then you're able to focus on the other money-making tasks in your business. So for me, even though I've heard people say, oh, don't batch out your content, for me and my virtual assistants in Rock Salt Academy, it is a lifesaver in your business. Another myth that I want to bust is that you should not be talking about the same topics over and over and over again. That is a crock of shit. Now, I understand as a new virtual assistant, right? You're like, well, I see, I hear this all the time, you guys. Well, I see this other virtual assistant talking about this topic. So like, I can't do that. Okay, well, here's the thing. We don't know, maybe you do know that virtual assistant, but that virtual assistant, hopefully, is putting out that piece of content that's gonna give value to her ideal client. Now, if her ideal client's a mindset coach, yours is a fitness coach, your ideal clients aren't even gonna see her stuff usually, right? Because she's purposely trying to attract her ideal client just like you are. So quit looking at what other people are posting just because, you know, Karen over here, who's also a virtual assistant, is talking about lead gen. That doesn't mean that you can't put out a post about lead gen too. So put your blinders on, stay in your own lane. If you are ready to have rebel energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. Now, if you guys, and I want all of you to do this, go look at my Instagram. Go look about what I talked about today on my Instagram stories. Go take a look at what I've been posting about the last six months. If you've got a lot of time on your hands, you can look clear back in 2019 when I started my Instagram. I talk about the same shit every week, every day, every month, all the time. You want to know why? Because it is scientifically proven that when it comes to marketing, I believe it's seven to 14 times that your ideal client needs to hear the same thing seven to 14 times for it to even register. And this is so true in my business as well too, because I have women that will go and apply for Rock Salt Academy. They know it's great, but I'll get on a discovery call with them and they're like, okay, um, so what, what's Rock Salt Academy? Like, I know your clients get wins. I know it's like to help me, but like, what is it? They don't even know the details of it, but they want to join it. And that is perfect. That shows me that what I'm doing for marketing is great because they have FOMO of not being a part of Rock Salt Academy and they don't even really know like what it entails. Maybe they know it's like one-on-one -on -one coaching, but they don't know, you know, about the 24-7 Voxer access or the one-on-one -on -one coaching calls or anything, but they keep hearing it over and over and over, just like in this podcast, okay? Here you go. I'm going to be totally transparent with you. I bring up Rock Salt Academy on purpose. Okay. And to be totally honest with you, my, my podcast manager, she helps me create the content. She's like, okay, like what do your idol clients need? Blah, 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 blah. We plan it out. Okay. So as you're talking about like what to create in content, make sure that you mention Rock Salt Academy. It's not because, I mean, obviously I'm obsessed with Rock Salt Academy. I love my clients. I love what I do, but it's also a great marketing tactic because you're going to hear it over and over and over again. Okay. You're going to hear me talk about my clients' wins and how great this program is. 
It's not because I just want to say the same thing over and over and over again. It's done strategically. So in your business, if your skill set is lead gen or your ideal client is mindset coaches and you're not hopping on your Instagram stories and saying, hey, mindset coaches, this is what you are doing wrong with your lead generation. Hey, mindset coaches, happy Tuesday. Here are my three quick tips on how you can get your lead gen done in 20 minutes or less for the day. Okay, I'm just throwing out random ass examples there. But that's exactly what you should be doing. They need to look at your profile and associate you with your zone of genius and or with your ideal client. That is huge. And the great thing about what I have my clients do in Rockstar Academy and how we break it down with them is, and I'm actually just gonna give you all the deets right now. So when they go through Rockstar Academy, we obviously have them do their market research first with their ideal client or their skill set. But again, they're always talking to their ideal clients, okay? But they're either gonna be niched down on their ideal client or their skill set. I would say like 80% of the time, it's usually their ideal client they start off being super niched down with, okay? They talk to their ideal client, they share their FPGs with um, their coach, and then their coach breaks down their three brand pillars. And what that's going to look like is they're going to have their area of expertise, AKA their skill set. They're going to have their common interest with their ideal client, okay? And then they're also going to know their client goals slash desires. And so they're going to have those three brand pillars written out. And then they're going to go through every single FPG and put them underneath one of those brand pillars, okay? So for example, if only one person, when you're doing your market research, says that they struggle with like, I don't know, Pinterest management, one person, right? Is that going to be your expertise pillar is Pinterest management? No, because out of the five or 10 people that you talk to, only one person struggled with that, right? So obviously that's not going to be your common theme for what you are specifically going to offer as a skill set. So then as you're delegating that out, would that go underneath your skill set if it's lead gen? No. Is it going to go under a personal common interest with your ideal client? Probably not. And again, for a client desires, no. So you're actually going to just get rid of the FPG. So then when you are left with your market research, you're going to have the overall arching theme of what your ideal client's needs and their overall um, fears, pains, and goals. From there, what we have them do, let's just say that one of their, um, let's say their pain point is, I just don't have the time to do lead generation in my business. So what you're going to do is take that one topic and create three different generalization ideas for repurposing that piece of content. So it's going to be educational, inspirational, and conversational. So right there, if you have only 10 FPGs, you're going to multiply that by three. You now have 30 posts that you can talk about. And the reason that we're going to repurpose that one pain point that they have is because it's going to not only help with the marketing, right, of like getting in that seven to 14 times of hearing the same thing. It's number two going to obviously relate to your ideal client because, you know, three or four of the five people you talk to, so they're struggling with that. And then also people take 
content and their brain processes it differently. So for me, I'm a very um, like strategic person. I love to have strategy. I like to look at numbers. I guess you would say I'm very logical based, but then I'm also very talkative and personal. I don't like surface level conversations. I love the emotion behind it. So out of those three different ways that you can take the uh, one idea that you have, people are going to register it differently. So it is very, very easy for me to do an inspirational post and an educational post because it is in me and it's if you want to dig into human design and all of that. Um, and it's so crazy too because it's very like the content before I knew about the three different pieces, I would always do inspirational, always. And I didn't even know it. But um, I remember my VA coach looking at it and she's like, okay, you have the inspirational posts like down. Like that's all you do. And now I'm going to introduce you to these other two ones. Um, so now educational is very easy for me to write as well too. But it's also because of my human design type, I'm a projector. So naturally, I base decisions off of emotion. And it's also in my characteristic to go and inspire people. Like that is my, um, like my superpower technically. And so once I did that human design call and figured out how I operate, it made 110% sense that like, that is the type of content that's so easy for me to put out there. Now, I will say it is easier for the newer virtual assistants because, and, and, and like starting out now, because Reels weren't a thing when I first started. I think, Inst I remember Instagram TV coming out, like either my first or second year. Um, but I don't, yeah, Reels were not a thing. And so actually the way that it's going, Reels get way more attention now than static posts. So that makes it a little bit easier for you unless you don't like being on camera. But I tell my clients in Rock Salt Academy, you are going to want to make sure that, yes, you are doing reels. That's going to help grow your Instagram, you know, the trending things, like all that. That is great. But static posts still have to be happening as well, too. I don't care what kind of virtual assistant you are. You have to be putting viable content out there, okay? So if you don't enjoy doing static, maybe you know, your three posts that you need to be putting out per week, two are reels, and then one is a static post. But it's still super important to have those static posts up there as well. Now, the great thing about showing up consistently on your Instagram stories and putting out those reels and static posts is that you're getting likes. And this is overlooked all the time. And it literally baffles me that on one-on-one -on -one coaching calls, they're like, well, you know, I've already reached out to so many, like, I, I can't find any more mindset coaches. Well, number one, that's BS. You may have reached out to all the ones that are right in front of you on Instagram, but there's different strategies and ways to do lead gen and reach more mindset coaches. There's literally millions of mindset coaches out there. You'll be fine. Um, number two, they're not looking at who is liking, commenting, or watching their Instagram stories or even new followers. So on one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with my RSA clients, I would actually pull up their Instagram, share my screen with them and go and look at their new followers. And I was like, you have five new mindset coaches following you. Have you reached out to them? 
oh, no, I didn't like to see the, okay, like that is going to be important for you to do at least once a week. Who's watching your Instagram stories? I don't know. Those people, like I think we have it in our heads as humans, right? Because we're so eager and we're so excited that people are just going to sense that and want to work with us. I know I did that as well too. I was like, I'm such a hard worker. Why would someone not want to hire me? That is not the case. I can't tell you how many people, actually, this is perfect. Kate Lynn that went and just joined Roxel Academy yesterday. So excited. Um, she's from the same area that I'm in. I've known who she is for, I don't know, like 10 plus years. She's reached out to me a few times over like the last year or so um, about Rock Solid Academy, was hesitant, all that good stuff. I could see her still watching my Instagram stories, um, even like my Snapchat. We, she, I have her own Snapchat. Um, and so she finally reached out and was like, Jade, I know I've reached out a couple times. I know I filled the RSA application. I know I ghosted. I am now ready to do this. And I'm like, all right, let's freaking go. She had to follow me for over a year to feel comfortable of joining Roxelle Academy. And Caitlin, if you're listening, by the way, this is not like a poo-poo on you. I'm literally like so excited that you took the time to make sure it's like a really good fit for you. Some people, they reach out and like, okay, I'm actively looking for a coach. Like, let's freaking do this. Other people, it takes them time. Just like you as a virtual assistant, all the time I hear from RSA clients, oh my gosh, I did a market research with them like five, five months ago. And um, one of the clients I'm coaching, Megan, she's like, yeah, I think I talked to this client like last September. So um, like 14 months ago, and now she's wanting to hire me because she's been watching what I've been doing. So that's the important thing too, is like people are watching you. Even if you can't see them watching your Instagram stories, maybe they're watching you on Facebook, but they're not liking your posts. They're not commenting on your post, but people are watching you. Everyone. I've had like the most random people reach out to me that like, again, I know them, we're acquaintances, and I had no idea they were watching me because they never commented. Um, it wasn't on my Instagram story. They were watching my Facebook post, whatever it may be. That is why being consistent in your content is so important. Also too, I really want to empower you guys to take a stance, take a platform and have that be like one of your pillars in your business. So for example, people automatically know me as the no website, no resume and no, no portfolio VA coach. So yes, are there other VA coaches out there that preach about, you know, working for free or cheap and like building out your portfolio? hundred percent. Yes. But, and maybe that, maybe that does work for them. Maybe that does work for their clients. But from what I am seeing, I know that doesn't work because over 50% of our clients have already previously invested in a passive program that taught them to do all those three things and it's not working for them. So does that ruffle some feathers? Does it maybe piss off some VA coaches? A hundred percent. But I have the proof to back up my belief. So if you are a lead gen expert and you're saying maybe, I know that like for mindset coaches, this specific method doesn't work. I want you guys to not be afraid to be rebels, huh? Uh, but to be rebellious and speak out about what you know. If you can show your expertise, even if you've only had two clients as a virtual assistant, but with those two clients, you were able to show maybe your method of lead gen and how it works, freaking take that and run with it. That is going to be what you are known for. 
And that is also a part of your brand. That's a part of your content. Preach about that. I literally talk at least once a week on my stories or in a post or on Facebook or whatever it may be about how a resume, a portfolio, and a website's not going to work for you as a new virtual assistant all the time. Are there VAs out there probably watching like, well, I did that and it worked great. I don't know. Maybe I've actually never had anyone reach out and say that. Um, But I'm sure there's people out there, right? Awesome. That works for you. That's not working for the woman that I'm attracting in my business. Another thing that I want to give to you before I end this episode is that if every virtual assistant posted just a few times a week and just that worked alone on itself, every virtual assistant would be booked out. That is not enough. So yes, content is important. Yes, you should have a different strategy that works for you. You should give value. Yes, that's super important. But I also want to preface that the other money-making tasks, those are all ingredients that you need for the recipe of landing clients continuously in your online business. So I hope that helped you guys better understand your content and how to land your idle clients with that. So until next time, Rebels, I will talk to you soon. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, then please hit subscribe. And remember, you are amazing, you are worthy, and you are capable. Until next time, Rebels.